0: We're talking about AI and machine learning and mobile apps and how, you know, more and more uh, apps are predicting what we're going to do and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, whether it's useful. I I actually find it useful. I was talking to uh, um, J.R. Raphael, who writes about Android for us, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, on how this works on the Android side because I'm I'm an, an iPhone guy. And there's a like, for instance, on in Android there's a battery saver sort of AI it's, ML
1: it's called an adapti- <coughs> adaptive battery adaptive battery and what it does is it learns how and when and and uh, where i guess you use your phone and will adjust the processing speed display things like this accordingly so you can get you know you're not going to double your battery life but you'll get a, you know you'll you'll tweak a little bit more out and then there's of course when it gets too low there's battery saving mode which automatically turns on if you again if you choose it to, and that shuts down you know pushing, it shuts down push, a lot of push background apps right and yeah things like that things that are always kind of going on in the background while you're working.
0: Okay, yeah, that that's exactly what I'm looking for. We don't have any sense yet whether Android Q or iOS 13 has anything, whether they there's anything coming along these lines yet that will build on what's already in the in the operating systems. Do we? I mean. Lots of rumors yes, at this point. Y- yes but.
1: and no. I mean, the, you know, the, the betas are out there, and they're they're all you know they're all being moved along. Androids probably, like you said, end of August. Uh, iOS 13s is mid September. These things are always kind of uh, kind of moving along. It's not something that is going to be a major feature mm-hmm. that you're going that you're even able to really try out, but. These things are always being tweaked. The point of adaptive battery is that it learns from your device, and then Google teaches it more stuff. It touches it through, and then it learns more from your device, and it's able to, you know, keep your phones lasting longer. Mm-hmm. Apple does something similar too. I mean, Apple has the, some of the lower uh, battery capacities in the business, yeah. but their phones last longer yeah. because everything's optimized because it's always learning from you. Well, that's because users.
0: Apple also has the the software and hardware stack. They can do both,
1: right? And yeah. it's also more so now with this, these they they call them neural, neural processing units, yeah. and they're built into the system on chip H uh, twelve. The a twelve bionic, bionic right now. Yeah, that, that's where the the bionic comes from. These these kind of so called smarts. What is it? And the, it's, it's a neural network or it, neural? A, a neural engine, neural, neural processing engine. unit. Yeah. Depending on what chip you're using, they all have it. The Snapdragon's on Android has it. The uh, Apple has it. And what that that's doing is it's it's performing like billions of processes a second, and kind of looking at all these different things and saying, okay, fine, maybe your display could be two percent less bright now. Maybe um, this app could be shut off now. You don't necessarily need it. Maybe um, we can kill this app completely because you haven't used it in a day. Whatever it yeah. is, whatever have you that it's doing, it's it, it's running all of these things specifically for your phone. Right. We can have two iPhones next to each other, and they're going to be doing different things based on how we're on how the using user
0: them. uses them. Right, exactly. Uh, again, just a quick recap. We're talking about AI and ML in uh, machine learning in uh, mobile apps and how that's evolving. You know, it's interesting. Uh, one of the things too that I've noticed in, in doing some research on this is that a lot of this you know really does depend on how quickly the hardware is evolving and advancing. And you know, again, the fact that you've, you've got Apple building things into the the, the SOC on devices, yep. uh, and every year there, you know, the, these chips do more and more. I presume the A13, whatever it's called, in the next iphone will do more than yeah. than this year's or last I mean, they, year's phone. these
1: things are like they're like mini laptops it's amazing they're the beyond the power that are in these devices is just mind-blowing
0: yeah and i wonder uh you know i guess uh, one of the questions i would have and uh, one of the things to think about is there a danger here? And this goes to the privacy concerns. You know, you do have these devices that are learning your habits, learning what you do. Uh, is there a danger that that kind of information could be? You know, I think it could be valuable to companies. That it could, you know, somehow fall into the wrong hands and 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 be an invasion of privacy down the road, or even with the companies that are you know harvesting it. I mean, Android, Apple, etc.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's the the inherent difference that Apple. Apple likes to drive this point home they had that big billboard in privacy, Vegas. privacy privacy, what what happens in your iphone stays in your iphone and that's there's some does truth it? to that and there's some Well, untruth we were talking earlier that. about conspiracy theories yeah, yeah. you know this is a good time <laughs> to
0: be uh, wondering if this stuff really does stay locked down
1: the 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 bottom line is um how much are you willing to allow apple and google and, and samsung or whoever whatever device you are using how much are you willing to let them know about you me I don't even care. You turn everything. Oh, you just. you have an, an open alarm. book. I okay. have. A, I have. I have. I don't know how many smart speakers in my house. I have every. All the location turned on on every phone I have. I don't. It doesn't really concern me. And you know, there's that old joke: if you're not doing anything wrong, then what, what are you worried about? Yeah. And, you know, and th- there's some truth to that, but it's also you know, there it, it's it's a it's a privacy issue. Some people just don't want Google knowing. That Where they are, what they're doing, what apps y- they're w- using, w- w- what they're buying, who they're, who, what they're searching, all that stuff, and you know, Google has they have toggles, and you can shut all that stuff off, but it it comes at a price. Yeah. You, w- when you start shutting assistant things off and learning things off, and you know, uh, location toggles off, you're, you're you're losing a lot of that functionality, a lot of that AI stuff that.
0: makes these these things so good yeah makes them so useful okay that's a good that's a good point to to end on Uh, i'm going to throw it out to uh, people who may be watching you know if you've got any questions or comments what do you think about this ai machine learning and mobile apps good thing bad thing uh what do you think we're curious so uh you know leave us a comment or two and uh We'll try to revisit this at some point down the road. Um, before I let you go, Mike, uh, I should also mention to people that, uh, oh, wait, we have a question? I think we have a question. We have quick. a couple questions okay. coming in. People are interested in excellent developing these apps. So they're looking for resources. So one of them is, are there any open source AI platforms available for application
1: development? You know, I-, I don't honestly know. Do you know? Yes. You don't have to go to Google or right. Apple to get these services i mean off the top of my head i'm not an app developer and i don't know but i do know that there are third party uh, p- people that focus on ai focus yeah. on machine learning and yeah you can license that stuff you can work with them you can build it into your apps and you know we we see it with there's a there's an app on for uh, ios called carrot carrot weather carrot to do and, and it's 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 this, it's this little ai guy who you know tells you the weather in you know like a off like a carrot? off, off handed the- way no 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 oh, carrot, okay. like like a cursor carrot oh got it okay and um, you know it, it's it's not the level of Siri or Google Assistant but it's it's a you cool start somewhere. It's, it's a cool thing and yeah. you know the, these things can be developed on a very small level you don't need to have the infrastructure of a global An enterprise like Google or Apple does to make these things work and make them work well for very targeted, very niche cases. As far as open source, I I can't speak to that. I don't know for sure. We can check on that and see if we can find something and get back to comments with it. Maybe. My 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 guess is you would have to go through some kind of a company that has some kind of proprietary something or other. Right. I mean, I don't know. There there very well may be an open source. AI engine that you can just, like, you know, go to GitHub and grab it and use it in your app. But I do know that, you know, these companies do, they, they, there are companies dedicated to this. Right. That's what they do. They supply AI engines and neural engines and things like this to apps that want to use them. Got it.
0: Uh, another question. One more question, and this is probably something we'll have to research and get back to them. But okay. um, What are the best resources for beginners to learn Android development after completing Java course? Mm-hmm. Any YouTube channels or online courses? Ah, that's you yeah, know better. that's a, that's one I'm going to I'm going to defer on that only because I, I want to ask.
1: Don't defer to me. Well, I'm not going. No,
0: no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to defer to you or me. But I do want to talk. I think Jr. Raphael, who is our Android guy, would be a good person for me to ping and find out. Right. And again, we can revisit that and uh, leave it in the comments. Okay, great, we'll do. Okay, great. Well, listen. Thank you for the uh, the questions. Uh, sometimes we know the answers, sometimes we don't. But that's that's that's
1: live for you. Sometimes we pretend we know. Sometimes the answers, like, we, we I, act I, like I, we I do. couldn't fake that. One. You got to fake it to
0: make it. Um, so, Michael, thanks for being here. Um, before I let you go, just uh, a quick reminder: in a couple of weeks, on uh, August 26th, we're going to be doing a uh, uh, another live show with Jr. Raphael. He is Mr. Android for us at Computer World. So, uh, be sure to tune in to that. Uh, the next day, Michael's going to be back with Jr. We're going to be talking about how operating systems especially mobile operating systems like ios and android borrow from each other try to one-up each other and whether that's good for innovation or not i think it is uh again that's coming up on the 27th uh in the meantime if you like what you're seeing uh, please uh subscribe to our oops that's that's our outro music (laughs) okay Uh, Anyway, I hope you like that. Uh, If you like what you're seeing, uh, subscribe to, uh, you can follow the Computer World LinkedIn page, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. And uh, in the meantime, uh, thanks for watching.